0: Welcome
1: to the Ice Guys, Saturday, February 24th, presented by Boston Hemp, Inc. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith will be along momentarily, and we are here for a huge Saturday NHL card. We're going to get right to the game that's about to start, and then we'll go to the recap last night. But first, we do have a game that's about to start in just mere minutes. St. Louis, Detroit, first of a doubleheader on ABC. On this Saturday afternoon, uh, we've got the uh, Red Wings, minus 145 home favorites, six and a half the total. Quickly, I'm on Detroit money line. They've been good in these home spots in these early afternoon games. I remember them beating a Vancouver Canucks team on a Saturday afternoon at home. And actually, we've seen recent evidence of St. Louis struggling in these Saturday afternoon games. They lost to Nashville at home last Saturday. Monday afternoon, an early game at home against Toronto. They lost last week. So I think there's that aura of, you know, Detroit's a little bit more equipped and more adept to handle this kind of start time. They've had success in these early games so quite frankly i still think they're a better team than st louis so uh, detroit for me i just went money line here minus 144 a little smaller on the team total over and a little smaller on the first period over uh the over trifecta basically full first period over both teams to score first period and the full game over i kept those small i'm not in love with this being a high scoring game but i i think there could be some sloppy play early and signs point to Lyon and Bennington; these two goalies, maybe regressing uh, just a little bit. And as far as props go, he have to take some kind of look at Patrick Kane. He's on fire right now, uh, six-game point streak. Uh, I got goal prop plus plus two. I got plus 220 at FanDuel with Patrick Kane. I was surprised the goal prop was that high, plus 120 on his assist prop. And David Perron going back to play – well, not going back, but playing one of his old teams, the St. Louis Blues, Plus 340 at Batano for him to score a goal. In fact, David Perron for Detroit almost, and I mean almost, made it as my bargain bin special the night. But I just didn't want to put the very first game of the day when we're coming on the air as my bargain bin special. But really, David Perron stuck out to me in this game uh, with some great value against his former team, the Blues, here uh, at plus 340. Uh, in this game at Patano, which to me was just an outstanding price there uh, for him. So that's what I'm looking at here for the uh, first game. Uh, Alex, by the way, has one bet on the first game, Blues-Red Wings. He is on both teams to score, uh, which I'm also on that for for a little small bet, but he's on it as well. Both teams to score, first period, plus 160. You know, Pretty good price uh, for that Blues and uh, Red Wings first period over. So uh, Alex did like that one here in this uh first game the blues red wings up uh, first period both teams to score at uh, plus 160 like i said really good price with that speak of the devil here he is alex p smith how are you my friend
0: good good yeah sorry just running a, a little bit late today kind of a, a slower start but uh yeah doing good you know we had a great friday and uh hoping to at least try to duplicate <laughs> as much as we can today and uh, on a big card so yeah, no doubt. Huge
1: card. We got Blues and Red Wings just about to start. Actually, you know what? You can still get all those bets that I mentioned that we're on in this game in because I'm seeing in the corner of the screen on ABC, there's like five minutes until puck drops. So, uh, And they're talking to Pat Kane, who has been uh, yeah, very good. How are you reacting to Patrick Kane? You're happy he's playing well, but are you happy he's playing well for this particular team? That's the question. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Obviously, I mean, uh, I, obviously yeah, obviously not. Not, not not happy seeing Detroit winning, but uh, great for him. You know, he got his uh, 800 assists uh, recently, and like I said, you know, got uh, overtime goal uh, for them to beat uh, Colorado two-one the other night. So yeah, he's playing well. I'm, I'm happy to see that for him personally, especially with you know coming back from that hip resurfacing surgery, something that a lot of players have had before and have not been able to play even close to their same level, or, or you know, had to end up you know ending their careers uh, after that procedure. So for him to to be the successful, uh, you know, c- coming off of that that surgery and that injury, that it's good to see.
1: Yeah, no doubt it is a good to, you're happy for the person. You're not happy for the yeah. fucking team. That's exactly right, how absolutely. I'd feel in that <laughs>
0: no question about that. All
1: right, let's look back on last night. Uh, Buffalo, Columbus. Ah, that was a up and that was I was expecting better for myself with that game. I mean, obviously I had the first period over. Alex did, which was his best bet last night. But and I had Buffalo Moneyline, which cashed, but I also had team total. I did not think they would be held to two goals. Hell, if you would ask me that they held to two goals, I would be worried about them even winning the damn game. But they did find a way to get that job done, 2-1, to one, much lower scoring than I thought. Tarasov actually was pretty solid last night, although the Clifton goal, he's got to have that. That was one that he needs back. But nevertheless, Buffalo gets a 2-1 win there against Columbus. Uh, we were both beneficiaries of the draw, uh, which didn't look good at one point. It was Winnipeg up 2 nothing on Chicago. But the Blackhawks rally, they don't quit that team. I mean, say what you will about their offensive futility no. at times, but man they they, they give Luke Richardson a hundred percent most nights. They haven't had many really stink bomb in terms of we didn't show up to play. You really can't say that very much about Chicago in a lot of their games this season, and again, they showed evidence of that last night. No quit, tie it up late. Uh, unfortunately Kyle Connor in overtime with the winner three, two, and what a goal for Nikolai Ehlers. If you haven't seen it yet, the oh, second yeah. goal he scored a coast to coast, end to end rusher. And then he just, uh, almost like he was off balance and finds a way to slam it in past Peter Morozik. It was one hell of a goal, uh, but a plus 400 draw winner for Alex and I with that jets, uh, and Blackhawks game, which was good to see. So at that point in the night for me, at least things are looking all right. You know, we're got a shot at profit, and then the Minnesota Edmonton game hits me like a ton of bricks and <laughs> it was just, nothing went well there. Everything first period over both teams to score full game over Edmonton team total over just awful. I mean, uh, what can you say? It was not not the greatest hockey game either. I expected more out of that game and you would. And again, you, we talked about how come, coming into that game last night, Minnesota power play was rolling. Edmonton penalty kill was horrible and Minnesota couldn't put a coherent power play together. They couldn't even put a pass together on the power play, and they were uh, 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 to get into the zone for a few of them. And then there was other times they were in the zone, and they were passing too much. They refused to shoot, so it was just one of these yeah. nights. Like, what are you doing on the power play, man? This team has sucked on the penalty kill for games on end. Maybe throw something at Pickard and see if you can. Uh, Trouble them a little bit. So the thought process for Minnesota on some of those power plays was mind-boggling. They couldn't get the puck to settle down. Uh, it was just uh, very, very bad to see it. Yet they still won the game in spite of it. Uh, four to two uh, against the uh, Oilers. That was not a great Edmonton performance, if not for the special teams. I mean, five on five, they were pretty horrendous, uh, Edmonton, in that game. They got outplayed. It was not, you know, Pickard, the goal that Brodine scored, he's got to stop that. I'm sorry. He's just got to have that shot. I mean, it was just a wrister with very little traffic in front of him. Uh, and he should have had that one, but uh, let's give Minnesota their roses just for a minute. The last couple of weeks they've gone to Vegas and won. you know, they had, a, I think there was another big road win that they had recently, but Vegas is one of them that they had. Uh, they did lose to Winnipeg earlier this week, but they bounced back. They go to Edmonton, beat the Oilers, you know, very, very solid. And a team that is not going away in the wild card race and the Western conference. And, uh, if Philip Gustafson, too, who had one of his better games in quite some time after a lot of struggles this season. That was one of his better games last night. You know, Can he keep that going is the big question because uh, they're going to need him to play at a high level the rest of the way. So, uh, Alex, a great night especially for you. I mean, my goodness, the first period over, the draw with the Jets and the Blackhawks, and then the icing on the cake in that Minnesota-Edmonton game we just talked about. Matt Boldy, first goal at 14-1. to uh, to give the Wild yeah. that one nothing lead in the uh, first period. So that is uh, – and look, this is a, the, probably, the, I think, the second or the third time we've seen Alex with the first goal as the bargain bin cashing in with it. So a hell of a job there. Uh, thoughts on last night?
0: Yeah, and it's funny. I think one of those games actually ended up – I had a – I want to say either saddle or Bouchard first goal, and it was Edmonton against Minnesota. Uh, So I think I got to look back and and, and officially confirm that. Yeah, I've hit a few of these, and and that's a nice hit. And it's funny, I'm sitting here, I'm on my phone because I'm doing SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson, and I'm actually watching the Hawks game. So I didn't even get a chance to flip over to see. And all of a sudden, as, as I'm talking, I'm seeing my Twitter on my computer just going nuts because everybody's replying boldly, boldly, boldly. So uh, I didn't really get to celebrate the way I wanted to. Obviously, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't swear on air or anything like that on uh, on terrestrial radio. But it, it was just uh, cool and then saw the highlight and everything. So just nice to hit those. Every, you know, and we've been doing them left and right. That's the crazy thing about it. It's not like this is just a once in a blue moon thing, the bargain bin. Just this week alone has been absolutely uh, ridiculous for both of us and Matt as well. You know, so it, it's been a nice little run. Also had
1: just quickly to interrupt about- you. Red Wings goal, first minute of the game, Sir Patrick
0: fucking Kane. Unbelievable! Hey, wow, wow, well, he's heating up. He's heating up at the right time for them. So that's what they brought him in for. And uh, the legend does it again. So one nothing wins. Yep. Uh, but you also hit the, in that game the over one and a half power play goals because we were talking about that with the, the power play situation. So Edmonton scoring two power play goals that helped uh, cash another bet in that game. So that was a, a, a solid game for me, even though with the first period, uh, both teams had scoring overs fell through. But uh, add those two on with the draw and the, the best bet hitting. It was a, a decent Friday for just three games.
1: Yeah. No doubt, uh, that was excellent. I mean, that 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 your Friday last night was my Friday the the last week, you know, where I think we had Arizona and Carolina, and I think I won every bet in that game. Uh, and then there was another game that night, and I think I did all right with that. So yeah, sometimes the small cards bring big rewards, uh, and certainly last night it did uh, for uh, Alex. Great job with the uh, slate, and uh, yeah, we're off and running. That's a good start here for yours truly. Uh, we're on uh, Red Wings money line team total over. We're on this. Uh, uh, trifecta over in the game as well. Uh, so off to a really nice start here with the uh blues and the uh, red one. Hopefully, that's an omen for a good day ahead, yeah, here on this uh, Saturday slate because it is a huge one. All right, we're going to get into it. All these games are the ones to follow starting at 2 p.m. Eastern time. We have three more day games, three more afternoon games, uh, to hit here on this Saturday card, and we will begin with uh, a pretty big one considering where these two teams are. Right now in the standings, the Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the New York Islanders at UBS Arena. Uh, Pretty much even money here, both sides. We're looking at minus 110 here uh, in this matchup with the uh, Lightning and uh, the Islanders. Uh, The total currently sitting at uh, six pretty much across the board. A flat six, too. No juice. Six minus 110 uh, is what we're looking at here. I mean, the idea of backing either of these inconsistent teams right now is very, very. Nauseating for me. It's a nauseating thought, really backing either of these teams right now. Like, I haven't even been that impressed with the Islanders, quite honestly, with Patrick Waugh behind the bench. They have not been consistent at all. We saw them get blanked by the St. Louis Blues. We, and before that, they beat a Pittsburgh team that, look, they barely beat them. A Pittsburgh team that's been reeling and they blew a 4 2 lead and had to rescue that game in overtime the other night. So, you know, you look at this uh, situation here for the uh, Lightning and the Islanders. You know, I'm not exactly enamored here with uh, backing either of these teams, but I do have two bets on this game. Nothing on the side. I don't want either part. I'd actually lean Islanders because Tampa Bay looks rough. Tampa Bay looks worse right now. You know, that game against Washington was not a good sign at all. Vasilevsky has really had a rough few games here by his standards. The Ottawa game, like they got crushed by Florida. They were supposed to respond against Ottawa. They didn't. And they were supposed to respond against a Washington team that's below them in the standings, and they didn't. So, and now they're going on the road where they've been worse all season long. So, no, thank you with Tampa, but I don't trust the Islanders enough. I do, I am on the draw a little bit here. I could see overtime. The Islanders are just one of those teams that. I can't get away from betting a draw with them. I don't know if I love this draw as much, but I am going to get in on the draw. I'm also going to get in on a small first period over in this game. Tampa Bay's starting to crank up just a small little first period over streak, four straight for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. So those are the two bets for me, a first period over and the draw here in this one. Uh, What do you think here, Alex? Uh, Lightning Islanders.
0: Yeah, it's not one of my favorite draw plays on the board, but it's the Tylanders so we almost kind of automatically take it. But at the same time, you look at the Lightning, Said it's a team you can't trust on the road. Possibly could be seeing Jonas Johansson, who has played quite a few overtime games. Uh, so this kind of lends to where it could be kind of a tight contest, both teams desperately needing points. So I do have the draw shop around because I have seen this price as low as 280 or 290 in some shops. So FanDuel is your best option here, plus 360. Also did grab a little bit of that first period over, uh, minus a $1.40. And Lando mentioned in the chat, last six day games with the Tampa Bay Lightning, first period over has cashed along with that uh, current four-game streak. So uh, a couple of good uh, trajectory points there for that first period over. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, it's actually a very
1: heavy first period over day for me. Uh, And because we're seeing a lot we're seeing a lot of hockey right now where the first period is scoring and it's slowing right down after Boston, Calgary, Buffalo, Columbus last night. Look at that game, for example, where you got your two first period goals and not a whole lot after that. So, you know, it's it's very wise to pay attention to these uh, things right now. No question. Um, As far as props go, I'm going to go back to the well with Mr. Nelson again. Uh, Brock Nelson's been. Uh, very dangerous for uh, the islanders obviously uh and um you know definitely I think he could be a worth a look here uh, in uh, this uh, afternoon's matchup against Tampa and if I'm not mistaken he's actually got a pretty good track record against uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning as well uh, definitely might add a little more amount wise to the uh, first period over might even jump on a full game over if it's Johansson though because normally with Vasilevsky struggling right now, you'd say that the backup coming in and giving Vasilevsky a break might actually be a slight upgrade right now, but not Jonas Johansson and not his current form right now. Go and look at Johansson recently when we've seen him in between the pipes. It's not been good. My goodness, it's been odd man rush city here. St. Louis has given up to Detroit, and they just gave up another goal on an odd man rush. Wow, 2 nothing Red Wings, uh, just like that. Rasmussen, I didn't bet him today. I hope you bet him, John Massey, your guy <laughs> here on the top line. Finally, did something. Finally, you know, if Larkin and Kane can probably make a broomstick look good most nights, and this guy had uh-huh. done nothing so far with those two guys. <laughs> finally, it looks like he uh, made something happen uh, with. Although I don't know if he might be, we might be actually being on conference line, but either way, he scored two nothing Detroit. All right, next up, we've got the. Uh, Montreal Canadiens and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, we've got New Jersey here, minus 240. Huge favorites here for a team that's obviously had a little bit of turmoil here in these last couple of games. Six and a half the total here in this game. I think when you look at this matchup here with uh, Montreal and New Jersey, I mean, if New Jersey's going to step on someone's throat and get out of this little funk, today's a good spot to do it. You know, Montreal obviously on the road has had their issues. We see them lose to Pittsburgh, you know, the other night, the Canadians, you know, Pittsburgh team that was in bad form. You know, this is another situation where, you know, team like New Jersey should be good enough to use Montreal as a get right spot like Pittsburgh did the other night. Pittsburgh was awful coming into that game and they still used Montreal as a get well spot uh, the other night in that game. Like New Jersey should think, you know, we're capable of doing the same here. But there's just something about this team. Their power plays being ridiculed. And Lindy Ruff's getting defensive with the media questioning them about the struggles of the power play. They always allow the first goal, especially at home. It's an excellent point, Jarek. That's another thing that worries me. They always have to play catch-up hockey, especially on home ice. That worries me. So I just went with over 6.5 for a small bet here in this one because I think New Jersey's offense is due to open up. I think Montreal might be a good candidate for it to open up against especially that power play. We've seen Montreal's penalty kill kind of be up and down, more down than up lately. So I think it's an opportunity for New Jersey to get going. But do you trust the Devils fully to keep it out of the net? We've seen Nico Dawes kind of take a little bit of a step back here, some of his last couple starts. I mean, they've given up 11 goals in the last two games, uh, the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, is that necessarily a team you trust at the defensive end? Not necessarily for me. So uh, when I look at this matchup here, um, I'm I'm going to look toward uh, over six and a half. Uh, and uh, that's the way I'm going to approach it. Uh, this one, I did not get involved in the first periods, believe it or not. Just the full game over because I think New Jersey might, it might be tight early. This is one where I f- find the opposite could happen. It's tight early and then it opens up later in the game. So uh, over six and a half for me, minus one to another Red Wings goal here. Holy shit. Three, nothing. Oh, wow for the Detroit Red Wings. They are ambushing, and I mean, this is some of the worst defensive play that a team could have in the first six minutes. Like, they are just, everybody's open. Odd man rushes, two-on-ones, three-on-twos for Detroit, up the wazoo here in this opening period. Wow. It's like the Blues didn't even – Blues didn't near the alarm clock this morning. Yep. Put the looks of things uh, early on. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Montreal, New Jersey.
0: No, no I just want to say that's yeah, a key point. We talk about teams that are used to playing earlier star times. Detroit plays a little bit more of these early games than St. Louis, and, and that's kind of showing maybe a little bit in this first period. Uh, this half-devil's game is going to be a pass for me. Uh, like I said, I could see where this game, if it does open up, it opens up later. So this means I could you know, kind of – pick and choose some things with some in-game betting, but I have no looks on anything. I don't even like to draw in this spot for as far as pregame goes. So I'm um, a big cards pass.
1: Yeah, I like Foley. I agree. He sheer as well. He sheer the captain, right? You, you need your leader to lead you out of the abyss when you've been struggling these last two games against the Capitals and the Rangers. Who better than Nico? He's sheer. I trust Nico. He's sheer a lot more than Jack. Jack Hughes has been really, really, really. Struggling here. He's been uh just hasn't been all that himself lately, the last couple of games. So we'll see how it uh, goes. Yeah, that's another thing I factored in, Jarek, with this blues game. Great point. They'd stink on the road against good team. I remember the Toronto game. You know, Toronto had half their lineup out that night, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and the Blues lost to that Toronto team four to one. So, you know, you look at St. Louis, and there was a lot of factors that had me like in Detroit here, and so far so good, obviously with the way this has started. I'm on Slefkovsky again, even though he's cooled off a little bit the last couple of games for the uh, Canadians. And I'm going to go with a sneaky little, this is not my bargain bin special, but it's bargain bin special material as far as the price is concerned. He had five shots on goal last game, moved up to the second line for Montreal. Joshua Wah, plus 600. Keep an eye on that guy. Five shots on goal. He didn't score, but he had five shots on goal. was noticeable, plus 600 for Joshua Wah to score a goal here in this game uh, this afternoon for the Canadians. So uh, definitely I think that makes some sense to me as well, taking a shot at that kind of a price. All right, next up, we've got the uh, New York Rangers and the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, This is your second ABC Saturday hockey uh, doubleheader game this afternoon with uh, McDonough, Ferraro, and Emily Kaplan. Uh, We've got the uh, Rangers minus 135 road favorites, six the total here in this game. Um, I'll be honest with you, the way they're playing right now, um, you know, that's a big rivalry with New Jersey. Could there be a little bit of a letdown? No, I'm kind of thinking what John is thinking. He's the Ranger fan. The letdown is tomorrow when they play Columbus. I think that's when you might see the Rangers really lay an egg. And, you know, if, especially if they win today again, uh, and that's when you could really maybe see them vulnerable, not to mention the Jackets have always been and often been a thorn in New York's side, especially at Madison Square Garden. So, you know, that spot with the Columbus Blue Jackets, so that's actually in Columbus tomorrow, but Jackets have always been, uh, you know, a tough out for the Rangers for some reason. But I like the Rangers here. You know, you're going to give me minus 130 with them on the road, I'm or with the way they're playing right now. Uh, I'm going to take it here, um, even though it does feel a little low, Bailey, 100%. But it's not a best bet. It's a smaller play. But, uh, you know, I like to have something on this uh national TV game, but I just think it's too low for the way they're playing right now. And they've owned Philadelphia. I mean, you go look at the recent uh, series history. They have won, what, five straight uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers. It's been more than that, apparently. Let me just double check. I thought it was only five straight that the Rangers had beaten the uh, Flyers. Yeah, it is five straight, but it's uh, set. But it's eight and one for the Rangers in the last nine meetings. So uh, it's been uh, very, very uh, dominant here for the New York Rangers. Looks like we're going to see a Shusterkin and Ayerson a goaltending matchup. It's not confirmed, but both guys are projected. There's also some injuries for Philadelphia. Ristolainen's out on the blue line, uh, and two of their top six are out. Travis Travis Konechny might miss this game. Uh, We'll have to wait and see. He hasn't been ruled out yet. Uh, Game time decision, I believe, is the current status for him. And Tyson Forster is also with the lower body injury. So, uh, again, Konechny, uh, and by the way, the injury he suffered was in practice on Friday. So we'll have to keep an eye on this here. Uh, with uh Connecty has been you know kind of the lifeblood of the flyers for much of the season we know how great of a year he's had for them so uh, that would be a big loss if he doesn't play but uh, yeah for me rangers minus 130 nothing significant as far as the amount but i find it's a little bit of a cheap price on this surging team right now and i do think we could see this game be one of those games and i know alex will ag- agrees because i saw his looks here today but you know, I think early we could see some offense and then it slows down a little bit after that. So the first period over, I also think you're one and a half minus one twenty 120, minus one twenty five worth a look. Uh, Alex, ABC, Saturday Hockey, doubleheader, part two, New York Rangers, Philadelphia Flyers.
0: Yeah, I think this is gonna be a fun one uh, for sure. And I like the like I said, first period over. I played that yesterday. Minus a dollar twenty five shop around. FanDuel does have a dollar twenty. A couple other books I'm seeing a little some cheaper prices. So grab a better price than I did. Also like plus 178 for both teams to score in the first period. And I grabbed a little bit of draw plus 350. I could see where this one, like I said, just has some good pace going back and forth. But it's not going to be just an absolute barn burner of of a game. If I were to take a shot on anything, you know, kind of crazy, maybe correct score 3-3 after 60 plus 1,300. But uh, I'm just going to kind of stick with the first period looks and the draw.
1: Look, I get it if you're scared to do this uh, as far as props in this game are concerned, but I'm going to. So I'm just cautioning all of you ahead of time because I just have to bet it when he's in this position on the lineup on the top line and the price you're getting, regardless of the lack of production. And he really has done dick all. And I mean, dick all since he's been uh, on that top line the last couple of games for the Rangers. But I'm going back to Jimmy VC 500 with Kreider and Jad. and like I said, he has been invisible with those two guys. He's been with those two players, and yet I think he's had zero and one shots on goal uh, in the last two games for the Rangers with, with playing on that top line. So, But he looks like he's back there again uh, this afternoon. Uh, you got to bet that price still, plus 500, and hope he wa- uh, maybe, maybe gives you a little bit more uh, jam offensively uh, than we've seen here these last couple of games for the Rangers since he's been uh, pushed up to that part uh, of the lineup but uh, yeah that price is still it's tough to ignore that and i don't want to be one of those people that jump off jimmy vc's player prop today plus 500 with him on the top line then watch him score and i'm not on it you know i just don't want to have to deal with that so uh, i'm going to take a shot again here with uh, vc at plus 500 here with him remaining on the uh, top line for the uh New York Rangers this afternoon with uh, like he's got the pride and Zabana Jad with him. It's time to get your ass in gear, man. Or else you're also if I'm Peter Laviolette, if I'm in his shoes, I'm not keeping him on that top line after today if he doesn't like he's got to, he's got to at least get some opportunity offensively and uh, he hasn't really given you all that much uh, in that in that regard here since he's been moved up uh, to the top line for the uh, New York Rangers. All right, rest of the games are night games, evening games, and by the way, we have posted the Patreon card already. Uh, on the page for the afternoon games. So, everything up to and including Flyers, Rangers is on the uh, page. And we'll be adding Caps, Panthers, and uh, every game tonight to the uh, Patreon page by 6 p.m. Uh, this evening. So, uh, make sure you check the page again at that time. All right, we've got Washington taking on Florida, uh, the Panthers minus 250 home favorites. Uh, the total in this one, six pretty much across the board. I don't know if this is an automatic run to bet Florida off a loss for me, um, even though obviously I don't, I'm don't, i not going against them off a defeat uh, like they had against Carolina. That was a great hockey game. Uh, of course, the other night, uh, I don't want to hear this, oh, it was a one nothing snore fest. It couldn't have been further from the truth. If you love intensity and you love physicality and you love great competitive hockey, a little bite to that game, and you love great goaltending, and there was great goaltending, Bobrovsky and um, Pyotr Kochetkov. Uh, two Russian Dynamos, they were in net the other night. Uh, both of them were absolutely outstanding. It was a shame one of them had to lose, uh, but it was a really good hockey game uh, that night. Carolina ends up getting a one nothing win over Florida with the Sebastian Aho goal, goal in the dying seconds of the third period. Florida will try to bounce back from that. By the way, uh, Bobrovsky, and I was kind of expecting we might see this, and we are, uh, given a rest today. Uh, after and he did have to face you know a heavy workload against Carolina, intense game. So Anthony Stolarz is going to be a net here for the um, Florida Panthers uh, in this game tonight against Washington. That's already been confirmed. Uh, it looks like Charlie Lindgren will once again likely get the net. And you know Charlie Lindgren had been struggling big time. Started out the season playing great, red hot, then struggled a little bit, and now he's starting to find some footing again and get his game back. Last two starts have been solid. Two goals allowed on 39 shots against New Jersey in a 6-2 win. Uh, and then the 5-3 win at Tampa Bay, he only gives up third, three shot, three goals on 32 shots. So, you know, Lindgren has elevated his game again the last two. Can he continue it? That's going to end up being the question. Uh, yes, TJ Oshie is out for uh, Washington. Obviously, you're going to miss him. Uh, Ten goals, eight assists this season. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's a, a big loss for a team that doesn't have that offensive depth one line one through four, like they did uh, a few years ago. So it looks like he is out, won't play. It looks like Tom Wilson, by the way, is going to move up to the uh, top line here, potentially for the uh, Washington Capitals. I believe that is the case. Yes, they've got Tom Wilson with Stroman Ovechkin. There's our Tommy Wilson value right there. uh, If you're looking for it, as far as a player prop in this game, it's exactly the kind of situation we pounce on player moving up the lineup and Tom Wilson's capable. I've seen him up on that top line before with, uh, injuries there and he's and he's got that ability to make an impact and score especially when he's got that kind of an opportunity so plus 355 at Patano for you know tom wilson maybe to score a goal is probably something that's worth a look here uh, in this game now that he's up to the uh, top line we've got a little first period over trender going with washington by the way coming into this game they're starting to become one of those teams that uh, lately we've seen first period overs cashing in with them Uh, They've got a little bit of a mini streak, mini heater, uh, if you will, uh, going on, uh, entering this uh, matchup here uh, tonight against Florida. Just going to bring up the numbers. I believe it's, uh, yeah, for Washington right now, uh, we're looking at five straight uh, to the first period over for them uh, coming into this game against the uh, Florida Panthers. So um, this is one of those games where I actually like the full game over, too, now that it's Stolar's in net. Over six, minus one. I think I'm going to make this an over trifecta game. I do. I think I'm good. Look, and what I like too, Alex, is we had one nothing. We had one of these stodgy, very stingy, well-structured defensive battles with Florida and Carolina the other night. Usually when a team is in that low scoring of a game in their previous game, Alex, you see kind of the reversal uh, in their next game, and you'll see things be a little bit more free-flowing. I find overs can be a good bet. With team involving teams off a one nothing or a two nothing or a two one type of game, uh, and I think we might see something along those lines here uh, with the Caps and the Panthers. Not to mention, if you actually look at series history, the last six there was a four three, there was a five two, there was a six three, there was a four three. You know, uh, four of the last six meetings have gotten to seven goals, and I believe six of those seven have gotten to six goals. Uh, So actually, you know what? All six of the last six meetings have gotten to six goals. So that's why with this total being at six, you feel like push worst case scenario here. So uh, I'm going to go with first period over first period, both teams to score over six. Uh, And uh, I think Florida does bounce back. They've owned Washington, but I'm going to stay away from any Florida side here in this game. And I'm going to give Washington their due, Alex. They've beaten New Jersey and Tampa in back-to-back games. Let's pump the brakes on betting against them here tonight especially as 200 underdogs. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Capitals, Panthers.
0: Yeah, I like these first period looks the first period over and both teams to score, but I don't know. Something still kind of got me pulling a little bit on this over six. I think this could be one of those games that slow down, especially if it is Florida that can jump out early and, and and you know, dictate the pace and tempo. Uh, I said Washington played well, give them a little bit of credit, but like Florida, we know how they can play. If they can dominate a, a game here, this could be easy. A, a, one of those kind of four, one, uh, three-one kind of a game. So that's what kind of keep me off of that full yeah. game total. But I do like goals early. So uh, give me the first period over. Uh, that's heavier than the both teams to score. Both teams scores just kind of just a smaller secondary uh, play in this particular game. I like that first period over one and a half minus a dollar twenty-six at FanDuel. I like that a little bit more.
1: And four straight games have gone over the total for Washington. Four straight full game overs. Five straight first period overs for the uh, Washington Capitals uh, coming into uh, this game here tonight against the uh, Florida Panthers. So again, Wilson for uh, probably my favorite prop on the uh, Capitals. I, although I will say, you know, Stroman Ovechkin are always a threat too on that top line, but I like Wilson greater value, Anthony Mantha and Connor McMichael on the second line for Washington have really, really started to pick up offensively lately. So, they might even be worth a small sprinkle in this game. Looks like Rodriguez, Barkov, and Reiner. And yes, Matt, I should point that. I can't believe I haven't even mentioned this yet. Matthew Kachuk is out for the uh, Florida Panthers uh, in this game. And there's uh, uh, some belief in the uh, around the people around the Panthers that this injury may be you know more day-to-day. It might even develop into week-to-week you know, for Matthew Kachuk with the uh, injury that's going to keep him out of this game uh, here against the uh, Capitals. He got that injury against Carolina the other night so uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how long this is is it day to day? does it turn into something more uh, but yes no Matthew Kachuk here for the Florida Panthers tonight in this game and that's why Rodriguez Barkov Reinhardt a little bit of a rejigged uh, first line do you dare take Nick Cousins he was moving up to the second line here I mean everybody's he's the new hated most hated t- player in the NHL right now Cousins but looks like he's going to be moved up to the top line he did have four shots on goal in the uh game against Carolina the other night with that increase in minutes so just saying there might be a little value there on the uh the uh the bastard of the NHL right now in most people's eyes uh Nick uh, Cousins uh with uh him moving up to the second line looks like plus 510 for Nick Cousins if you believe in that so it's a pretty good price I must say. All right, next up we've got oh this is a good one. This is one of the Hockey Night in Canada games tonight. It is the Boston Bruins against the suddenly struggling Vancouver Canucks. Uh we've got the uh, Bru- uh Canucks minus 115 home favorites uh here in this game. Uh the total uh currently sitting at it looks like looks like 6 shaded to the under here uh in this game. Um I hate to be a broken record, but you know, as far as this game goes, first period over makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, Bruins are another team that, right now, you look at it, eight and two to the first period over in their last ten games coming into tonight. Look at them on this road trip already: Boston, Edmonton, first period goes over; Boston, Calgary, first period goes over. And you got a Vancouver team that's back home after four straight losses. Uh, I think definitely you're going to see their best. I am actually going to jump back in on Vancouver tonight, minus 115. I think this is the time. I think this is the spot. I know it's been a rough little stretch here, the four straight losses, Seattle, Colorado, uh, and, of course, that Minnesota game, which was nuts. Uh, And then last weekend was the first of those four losses in a row. But there's a couple things I like here. There's history with the Bruins and the Canucks. Now, a lot of these players obviously weren't on the 2011. But Vancouver's lost a lot to Boston. Vancouver was in Boston. Just I remember that game distinctly. A couple weeks ago, might have been a, just one of the worst games at that time. Vancouver had played; they were just awful. They couldn't handle the puck. They couldn't make a pass. They gave up multi multiple shorthanded goals to the Bruins in that loss at TD Garden. What was it? 4 0, I believe. It was just Boston just controlled that game start to finish, shut it down when they had the lead, and they beat Vancouver 4 0 in Boston just a couple weeks ago. So it's a little revenge situation here for Vancouver as well. Rick Tockett, after the Seattle loss, we got four or five guys that have been no shows here the last few games. We got to get them going, and I got to do a better job getting them going. I'm paraphrasing what he said, but he said something along those lines. Not happy. It's one of the first times in a maybe all season, certainly in a while, that he's gone to that well uh, and um, kind of lambasted his team publicly, and uh, rightfully so. He's trying to shake it up here. So, yeah, Vancouver minus 115. I'm going to take that shot on them that this is the spot here, get back on track. Boston's been on the road here quite a bit here this week, back-to-back with Edmonton-Calgary, third road game in four nights, mountain to Pacific time zone, not the easiest. So, yeah, Vancouver money line for me, and we'll also go first period over one-and-a-half here uh, in this one. Uh, I'm staying off both teams to score first period, though, because I think Vancouver's going to have the the emphasis is going to be, let's dig in, let's be su- sound defensively. Uh, Vancouver puck line first period is actually kind of interesting to me. I kind of lean that way, too, but I, for now, I'm just going to stick to the money line for the full game first period over. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Bruins, Canucks?
0: Yeah, If you're going to bet one first period over on this entire board, I think this is the game to do it. Uh, this is a great price at minus $1. twenty-five. Ian, you mentioned the Bruins eight and two last ten. but The series history 13, 14 and three last seventeen meetings going over in the first period. Uh, so this is definitely uh, the strongest on the board as far as trends go with that play. I'll, I'm automatically back on the draw with Boston. Been four in a row, and I've been on them every 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 last one of them. So uh, until that ends, I will still continue to play Boston. Uh, to the draw. And like I said, note the start time, too. This is in Vancouver, so it's a 4 o'clock local start. I think that's why I, I like this first period over as well, too. We could see Boston maybe be a little slippery, and maybe they give up a couple. So I, I agree with you. I don't like that first period, both teams to score. I just like the first period over.
1: Yeah, yeah first period over, you're right. Because you know what? I think I've got my vision in my mind. It's Two nothing or three nothing, Vancouver after the first period. Like I really think they could come out and put the boots to Boston just in the opening period. Maybe Boston chips away later in the game, but I think in that first period, I could see it being maybe two nothing here for the uh, Vancouver Canucks early. Two yeah, nothing
0: first period, correct score. Yep. On that. You got a
1: team that's been on the road for a little bit now. A team that shut you out just a couple weeks ago. Your coach is kind of getting upset now with some of these guys. Like Pedersen's been. Awful lately, and he yeah, is a yes. great player. We know that, but he's been awful lately. These last few games, he's been quiet. I think Besser's quiet lately too. He's kind of been not really noticeable lately. And Ilya Makeev can't even get on the fucking ice anymore for Vancouver. That's how much he's fallen, you know, in the uh, into the doghouse of Rick Tockett. I mean, he was stapled to the bench the other night against Seattle. Uh, and this is a guy, Ilya Mikheyev, who was playing well at times earlier this season and last year for the Vancouver Canucks. So, uh, Rick Tockett's right. There's a few no shows going on lately with some of their better players uh, in some of these last few games. So, we'll see if the uh, Rick Tockett you know light the spark after the Seattle game with his comments lights the spark that gets Vancouver back on track tonight uh, against the uh, Boston Bruins, and we should see in this game. Uh, Allmark and Demko, they are projected to be the goaltenders. Neither one is confirmed. Keep in mind, too, there's still a banged-up blue line. Uh, Lindholm out and Grizzlick could miss a game once again for the uh, Boston Bruins tonight uh, here in this game. And just on props here, uh, uh, this is not one of my favorite prop games because we're seeing stagnant you know, lineups that really aren't changing all that much. Um, and, but uh, definitely, I think, uh, in this game, when I look at it, JT Miller's the one constant, you know. Even in the four-game losing streak, JT Miller's been pretty solid for them. Noticeable, uh, getting on the board, making an impact. Uh, it looks like uh, Hoaglander still, as long as he remains on the top line, worth a look. Here's a great story, and he's obviously doing something right because he, because he's been called up from Abbotsford, um, and here he is now. Um, he's got either a uh, Middle East or Sikh descent. I'm pretty sure. Arshdeep Baines but he's on the second line for uh, Vancouver. It's a great story. He's up on the second line tonight based on the current forward combination. So if you really want to go uh, into the uh, world of bargain bin hunting uh, right there, that might be a good – and I've noticed he's been been working hard. Why wouldn't he? I mean, he's got this opportunity here in the National Hockey League. He's plus 500 here to score a goal for the uh, Canucks uh, tonight. And if he plays on the second line, I think that's worth a look. As far as uh, some value tonight uh, in this game. All right, Vegas Golden Knights taking on the. Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, no, it's not. I'm just thinking, is, J- is Louis DeBrusque on this call for Hockey Night? No, he's not. He's on the Calgary Edmonton call because I'm starting to incorporate that into my handicap, Alex. When Jake DeBrusque plays in the same building and Louis on the television booth, he always scores That's some true, candy. Yeah. It's true. We saw it again the other night with uh, Boston and uh, Edmonton. Scored with him in the building.
0: And the dad's trip. Yeah, he pretty much has. I think he has played well whenever his dad's in the building.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to remember that. When Louis DeBrusque is in the building where Jake's playing, his son, bet Jake DeBrusque to score a goal. That's definitely an angle you got to file away in the uh, recesses of your mind. Uh, for the next time that happens. All right, we've got uh, Vegas and Ottawa. This is another hockey night in Canada matchup. Uh, We've got Ottawa minus 115, home favorite, six and a half the total uh, here in this game. I'm pumping the brakes on Vegas for now. They don't look right, okay? I know it's, you know, again, bounce-back spot. Well, it was a bounce-back spot against um, Nashville. It was a bounce-back spot against Toronto. They didn't win those games. So they're out of whack right now. They're out of sorts. No Stone, no Eichel. Uh, their defensive game hasn't been great. Aiden Hill's game hasn't been great. He got pulled the other night against Toronto. He's hit his first rough patch really since winning the Cup uh, last year. And I think you got to respect what Ottawa's doing right now. Ottawa's playing really well. This is the best stretch of hockey all year, bar none, from this Ottawa Senators team. They've played great. Uh, they've beaten some, even some pretty solid teams lately. They took Florida to overtime uh, the, uh, earlier this week in a game that I thought they maybe outplayed the Panthers a little bit. And then, of course, they have the big win against Dallas. Now, Matt Robinson knows this very well in our chat. Dallas was a dead fucking duck. That was a dead skunk on the on the side of the road uh, Thursday night, that Dallas Stars team. No emotion, no intensity. Uh, they didn't have the puck much of the night. What, do they have 10 shots on goal after the first two periods. You're not going to win a hockey game on the road that way. It was a horrible game, one of the worst games of the year from the Dallas Stars. So I don't want to give Ottawa too much credit, but still, there's an Ottawa team that's playing their best hockey, playing with some confidence, starting to get some better defensive plays, some saves finally from Forsberg, who's actually, I think, kind of unseating Corpusalo gradually, getting more opportunities in net here for this uh, Ottawa Senators team since he's been back. So he's projected to be in net Aiden Hill expected uh, to be in net here for the uh I can't believe how fucking bad St. Louis has been in this period I'm just shocked like I, it's like the it's the whole period Detroit's got like all the ice they could want in the offensive zone to make plays it's 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 amazing how bad they've been but anyway Vegas and Ottawa here um first period over again we've talked about it with Vegas here uh coming into uh the last few the last few shows that Vegas has played we've mentioned it uh, they've been trending over in the first period. They're now eight and one to the over uh, in the first period in their last nine games. Um, so I, when I look at this matchup here, I think that's a good look. The goal's early, uh, first period over here in this one. Uh, pretty good price too. Over one and a half, minus one twenty-five to minus one thirty-five uh, in this game. As far as the full game over, not feeling that uh, nearly as much. And I'm off the side here uh, in this game with Vegas and Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa's playing well. I lean Ottawa. I do. I mean, if you're betting form, you're betting Ottawa here. Um, but I don't think you're getting the value either. Ottawa's slight like favorite now against Vegas, even with the injuries, even with the struggles. I'm not sure that's value. So for me, as of right now, just first period over. Alex, Vegas, Ottawa.
0: Yeah, I'm on the first period over too because you got, you got this hot trend with Vegas right now and Ottawa. Ottawa's been one of the best first period teams all year long. But this – not to say that this line seems fishy, it doesn't. The line, the line's priced right, but this spot just seems fishy for me. I feel like if I go in bed, Ottawa, this is the night that Vegas wakes up and just, you know, puts the screws. Through. I kind of feel and, that way too. Get yeah, on the right, and, get get on the
1: road, get away from the noise, and you know, get focus. Come together as a team. We've seen this shit before. Struggling like crazy. Get on the road, and all of a sudden, the mindset is focus, business, and get out of your funk. And that's what worries me about betting Ottawa
0: tonight. Right, but at the same time, it's like Vegas—they yeah. got to show me that they're back in form for yeah. me to bet on them, even at this right. cheap of a price. So, so I'm off of the side. I don't like the draw here in this. Uh, I, I can, like I said, I can see where one team really kind of maybe comes out swinging and uh, and and finds a way to get to get the victory here. It should be a, a good battle, but I like the first period over. I don't even like both teams to score. Just just strictly first period over in this contest.
1: All right, first period over for Alex. Uh, I don't know if he's got the temperament to do to be this kind of coach but this needs to be a kick garbage cans over and ra- ruffle some feathers first intermission here for Drew Bannister like this has been for well, nothing now yeah. for Detroit. Yeah. I mean this has just been uh, uh, seriously. If you DVR this first period you and somehow and you can where you watch it later watch how bad this whole 20 minutes has been for St. Louis. You'll be shocked how bad it's been. This actually reminds me a little bit of Toronto Vegas the other night. Just one team was so awful and just hemmed in their own zone consistently. So, uh, four nothing. I've team totals already cashed. How about that sure. uh, in Congrats. the uh, opening period with the uh Red Wings here? Um, first period overs cashed. Um, pull teams to score, though. It's just so bad here. I mean, because St. Louis can't even get us one goal here for that, but um, yeah, a great first period, no doubt, for the uh Detroit Red Wings here, uh, against St. Louis as far as the uh props here for vegas and ottawa uh again the one one the good thing about vegas with the in with the absences of eichel and stone and not to mention dorofiev and carrier as well they're really banged brett howden i mean they're really banged up up front especially you've got some changes up front keegan colisar and paul cotter are on the second line there's probably some value with them Barbashev, and marcia so that's still a pretty quality top line But I'm going to throw in Michael Amadio right now. He's heating up. This is one of our old friends in the bargain bin category. Michael Amadio for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights has now scored in three straight games. So he is someone that has stepped up for the Golden Knights here uh, with the absence of the captain, Mark Stone, and obviously Jack Eichel uh, of late. So his game has stepped up, and you can get Amadio here tonight. Uh, Michael Amadio still a plus 350 uh, at BetMGM. That's a great price. I'll give it away. What the hell? I think we might be coming back to that later when it comes to the uh, later segment here uh, on this show. Uh, You're getting a plus 350 price with a three consecutive game uh, goal scoring streak player. Uh, That's pretty good right there. Uh, No question about that. On the Ottawa side of things, you know, you look at it. um, uh, Definitely. I think Stutes picked his game up a little bit. Uh, You could go in that direction for uh, player props uh, for them. Uh, yeah, Tarasenko has done good in the, against uh, Vegas in the past. There is definitely some truth to that, uh, Cubans. So you know, if you're basing that off uh, a player's history against a particular opponent, uh, definitely uh, you can make uh, a case there for. Yeah, Norris goal. Norris had two goals against Dallas the other night. Yep. Yep, no no issues there. That could be worth a look as well uh, in the uh, prop department tonight. All right, this is the uh, third of the um, early games for Hockey Night in Canada. What they do is they uh, put all these games on different networks coast-to-coast in Canada. So you'll get Toronto-Colorado on Sportsnet Ontario. You'll get the Vegas-Ottawa game on another Sportsnet coast-to-coast, and you'll get, I think, the uh, Boston-Vancouver game on CBC. But again, they're all coast-to-coast. There's no blackouts. That's what always makes Hockey Night in Canada special. You have multiple games coast-to-coast at this uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time slot uh, every single Saturday night, including this one, the Red Hot. I can't believe it. Toronto Maple Leafs taking on the Colorado Avalanche. What a showdown this should be. Colorado minus 120 home favorites, uh, 6.5 the total in this game. Yeah, this is more of a – from a side perspective, I'll be honest, I lean Toronto a little bit, but here's the thing. It's the end of this road trip. It's been a hell of a road trip, a hell of a ride. These last two games have been, you know, Arizona and Vegas, Austin Matthews, Matthew Nye's going back to the desert, and the next night you just pummel Vegas. Do you have it in you now? To, and they've raised their game collectively as a team. There is no question. This has been a great run. Your Jake McCabe's and your Simone Benois and all your depth defensemen have really stepped up, played big minutes, and they've played well with the big minutes. You're getting good goaltending, especially from Samsonov, who's been back on his game uh, the last several. Uh, Your offense is clicking. Matthews is dominating. Marner's playing well. Nylander's playing well. And you're getting all these depth forward scoring left and right. Max Domi, a two-goal game the other night. If Max Domi can do that regularly, it takes this team to another level. If Max Domi can bring you that regularly, and what if Bertuzzi gets going? Bobby McMahon's been a huge uh, difference maker, providing them depth scoring. They are on a roll right now. I'm not going against this form of theirs, but you've got Colorado at home off a tough loss to Detroit. you got them off a loss, a quality team off a loss back home where they've been so good all season. doesn't feel like the spot to jump in and fade the Avs either going into this game so it's a tricky game it's a great game to watch and i will be this should be a lot of fun but it's tough from a side perspective i'd still lean to the team within the form that they're in right now and that's the toronto maple leafs in this game but more than anything here in this one uh, when i look at this uh, matchup you know it's been good to me alex these over trifectas with toronto because they've got the whole team rolling offensively Line one through four, they can all score right now. David Kampf is a fourth liner. He scored the other night against Vegas. They've got everybody churning offensively right now. And again, we've got Colorado coming off one of these stingy, stodgy, low-scoring, tight-checking games against Detroit. They don't play many of those routinely, you know. especially when they're off a low-scoring game like that. Back home, off a loss, they're going to want to open up a little bit, you would think. So uh, it's back to the well with the Ian Classic here, uh, Ian's trifecta. First period over, first period both teams to score, full game over for me with the uh, Leafs and the Avs. Uh, what do you think here, Alex, in this, what should be, what could be a great matchup, Leafs-Avs?
0: Yeah, this is going to be a live game for me, honestly. Like I said, I like the totals here, but these are some high prices. Uh talking about laying 160 with that first period over, and at most places, $150, 160 uh laying $1. thirty with that. And I don't think we're going to see a goal really, really early. So I think we can wait a few minutes, try and get some better adjusted numbers on those. First period and full game overlooks, uh, maybe a smaller grab on on both teams to score in the first period. Like I said, Toronto, I, I, I don't know. I want to bet Toronto. Like I said, they're in good form, but they like said at the end of the road trip. Sometimes you know maybe that they let the steam out of the bag a little bit. And this could be the spot, especially going in the altitude, no less, uh, playing against a, a Colorado team. So, Can I get
1: itinerary of what they did immediately after the Vegas game the other night and the last 48 hours? And if I had a greater idea of Toronto, you know, just doing regular shit or if they whooped it up a little bit, you know, it'd feel a little better about where Toronto's standing tonight.
0: Right, right, exactly. So, yeah, and that's the thing. So it, 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 it's, a, it's a tricky spot, a tricky travel spot. So I can't back Toronto – uh, and like I said, I think they're the better team, so I'm not really backing Colorado here in this spot either. Don't like the draw. Uh, just going to be looking for some live looks in-game, and I do have a player prop that I'm looking at uh, in this contest. I'll be talking about a little bit later.
1: And another thing, too, and it's why I'm leaning Toronto is because their form's good. You can argue Samsonov, even in net, is playing better than uh, Georgiev right now. You, you, could, you could honestly make that case at the moment. Samsonov's clearly found his game again. It's been a ridiculous turnaround. Couldn't yeah. stop a thing two months ago. And he's been outstanding here the last few months, uh, no question about. It. He will be tested tonight because we know Colorado at home can score. But before you think, you know, Colorado off a loss back home, where they're twenty-two and five this year, the Leafs have beaten Colorado three of the last four times in Denver, and last year they won in Colorado six to two on New Year's Eve. Toronto went in there and won six to two, and also Colorado won in Toronto uh, last month five to three. So it's a in-season revenge spot for Toronto as well because Colorado beat them uh, in Toronto in January. So that's why I'm leaning Toronto here, uh, plus 100 in this uh, game. There's factors still that point to them. The only concern is, yeah, coming off Vegas, you never know what a team's going to look, and it's the last game of a very good road trip, and that's always a little dicey as well. That's why I'm more apt to stick to the uh, totals here in this game. We are definitely going to get involved in props here. There's some good situations. Colorado, I think if you look at their props here going into this game, Uh, heating up. I like that. Anyone Logan O'Connor looks like he might be back with Colton and wood. He, I think he's shown in the past that on the second line, he can produce for Colorado for Toronto. Um, it's never a bad idea to say Matthews is going to score. He does every game. It seems, but Max Domi's heating up, maybe take a little shot that he can get this, make this a regular occurrence. Him starting to get his offense going for Toronto and we have to go back to Bobby McMahon we just have to he's been good he's rewarded us in this great big time plus price range as far as goals four goals in the last four games seven goals in the last six games for Mr. McMahon Uh, and uh, definitely I think uh, Bobby McMahon is still undervalued plus 500 at BetMGM uh, for him to score a goal tonight for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs all right we got the we're just cranking out the good games here's another one Dallas and Carolina, we've got uh, Carolina minus 140 home favorites in this game. Uh, The total sitting at uh, six shaded to the uh, over minus 115 Uh, should be a great matchup. These teams just played in Dallas. And in that game, I actually thought Carolina outplayed Dallas, but it was a great Jake Ottinger night. He played well. Dallas was more opportunistic with their chances and they got the win against Carolina uh, in Dallas just recently. So little revenge spot here for Carolina, little trying to add redemption, but Carolina's off the game that on, on their schedule was triple circled, you know, Florida team that knocked them out in the East final, that game had everything, intensity, chaos. Uh, it had, you know, great goaltending, uh, and it was a one, nothing win huge for Carolina. They're playing really well though, man. Ah. Uh, I know that after a game like that, a game you wanted badly, an opponent that you don't like, based on playoff history, there's a chance that you don't have it tonight as much. But they're playing well, and they did lose uh, to Dallas uh, back on uh, February 13th in Dallas. And Carolina, uh, again, in the uh, series history, they did win the last time they played in Carolina. I think Carolina's still going to show up, bring, bring a pretty good effort. Let's see who's in net here. Because before I go too far on my side and my analysis here with the, the money line and the side, Kochekov has not been confirmed yet for the Carolina Hurricanes. So because of the fact that that was such a, like we were seeing Mabrovsky goalie Bob getting rested tonight, Alex, for Florida, is Rod Brindamore going to rest Piotr Kochekov tonight coming off that big game against the Florida Panthers? Yeah. I mean, the fact he hasn't been projected yet or confirmed yet, I should say, for this game uh, is telling. Now, they do play tomorrow at Buffalo, which you would think they would have Kochekov tonight against the better uh, opponent, the stronger team. Yeah, they but. do.
0: No, both Andre and uh, Kochekov have been confirmed. They were confirmed earlier on our uh, goalie Okay, goals. well, it just hasn't updated yeah. yet.
1: Okay, very yeah. good. Good to know that. Well, yeah, that that means, too, and look, uh, I think this, one thing about Carolina, too, they're getting back to that playoff-style hockey. You look at what they've done here, uh especially with Kochekov in that uh, he's given up. He's been terrific lately. We He's showing you why Alex and I are so uh, in, uh, high on what he's capable of at the NHL level. He's playing great right now. We love that he's got a little bee in his bonnet. You know, he's got that little, uh, you know, he's, he gets into it. He's not scared to throw down. He's not scared to mix it up, you know, and get involved. Uh, I like that. He's got that intensity uh, out there on the ice at times. Um, yeah, he's playing well. Ottinger and net for Dallas, and we know he's played some of his better hockey as well since the All-Star brand. I'm not convinced this is a high-scoring game, quite honestly, tonight with uh, Dallas and uh, Carolina. So the only thing I'm on right now is the draw. The draw makes a lot of sense to me uh, in this game. Uh, when you look at Dallas, they need a better performance. Uh, they had back-to-back with Boston and Edmonton go past regulation. Carolina, we that's a, that's a tough, not a bad beat. There's been worse, but that was a tough beat if you had the draw with Florida-Carolina. It was that close. Uh, and then with 18 seconds left, Carolina gets the game winner. And more importantly, series history dictates we could see some uh, overtime or a shootout in this game. Three of the last four head-to-head meetings have gone past regulation, and two straight here in Carolina have gone past regulation uh, between these two teams. So for me, that's the uh, that's the bet to make. Uh, I'm wishy-washy with the side, wishy-washy with the total, but I do like this draw quite a bit. Stars and Hurricanes. Alex, Dallas, Carolina.
0: Yeah, I love this draw. I got it at plus 350, and I also have 2-2 two, two correct score at 60 minutes at uh, plus 1,200. Both of those available at FanDuel. Like I said I feel like this is going to be uh, just complete playoff-style hockey from both teams. Dallas needing to kind of tighten things up. Carolina playing a little bit tighter. We got two great goalies uh, head-to-head, Ottinger and Kachekov. Uh, like I said, I don't see where a lot of goals come in. So 2-2 two, two correct score. Uh, which also means you can look at under six and also the draw at plus 350.
1: Yeah, plus 350, really good price on that uh, for Stars Hurricanes draw uh, in this game. Note the start time. This is actually at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, start time tonight uh, in uh, Carolina, which is uh, a little odd. It's not a, it's not a national TV game. Probably
0: so. probably conflicting with college basketball. Oh, yeah, it could be that.
1: Basketball, you know. Yeah, it could be that. Um, yeah, there are some notes to to mention with the uh, lineups here. Uh, first for Carolina. Uh, it looks like, I, I'm still going to go back to the well with Jesper Faust. Uh, I know it was a one, obviously in a one nothing game, there's a good chance you're not going to cash a goal prop on someone. Uh, but definitely I think Jesper Faust, uh, as long as he remains on the top line, he's going to be worth a look with uh, Ajo and Svechnikov. So I'm going back to the well even though it didn't work out last game against Florida. Natchez is on fire. I can't argue with anyone looking at Marty Natchez right now uh, for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. And then for Dallas, uh, look, that was not a good game from them against Ottawa. I expect a response tonight. Wyatt Johnston with Hinson-Robertson, I'm interested. That Marchment-Duchene-Sagan line, even they didn't have a great game. And more importantly, it looks like Logan Stankoven is going to make his NHL debut tonight for Dallas. He's been called up from Texas, uh, and it looks like he's going to be in the lineup. I like this kid. I saw him play a hell of a World Junior Hockey Championship for Canada. Recently, he's got 24 goals and 57 points in 47 AHL games this season. He has been ripping it up, uh, ripping it up in um, the AHL this season. So uh, definitely looking at uh, uh, Logan Stankov, and I think it's worth a shot that maybe this kid can step in immediately and make an impact. So uh, Logan Stankoven here for the uh, Dallas Stars. I'm interested there as far as props. That's 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 hundred percent what it is, Daniel. Yep, you nailed it. NC State's got a home college basketball game at PNC Arena uh, at 2 p.m. They need a little bit more time to uh, turn it around from a college basketball uh, court to uh, to, the, to to for hockey. Uh, that's essentially, I think, why it is uh, an hour later uh, the game. That makes sense. That's probably why. All right, We've got four games left. Uh, All of them, the later games on the slate tonight, we've got the uh, Minnesota Wild taking on the uh, Seattle Kraken. Uh, It is Seattle uh, minus uh, 140 home favorites in this game, six the total here in this one. Big time situational advantage and scheduling advantage for Seattle here. You got Minnesota coming in off the high of the big win last night against Edmonton, 4-2 over the Oilers. Uh, There's a part of me, though, that's a little hesitant to bet against Minnesota, but this is not a great scheduling situation or setup for them necessarily coming off that win back-to-back. Seattle rested. Seattle's now won three of the last four. Nice home win against Vancouver, uh, 5-2 on Thursday night. Uh, We'll see if they can keep it rolling here tonight in this game. Uh, They played earlier this season in December. Minnesota went to uh, Seattle uh, and ended up beating uh, Seattle uh, 3-0. Uh, back on December the 10th. So uh, here they go again, uh, meeting up here in Seattle this time around. Uh, We'll see if it can be a better uh, result here for the Kraken. I kind of think it will be. Uh, We'll see who's in net here. It should be flurry, uh, you would think, on the uh, back-to-back here for the uh, Minnesota Wild in this game uh, in between the pipes uh, for the uh, Seattle Kraken. I'll say this about um, Philip Grubauer. He hasn't played a lot since he's been back, but the games he has played, he's been solid for the... uh, Seattle Kraken. So as far as who's in net for them tonight, I don't know if that's the uh, be-all factor for me that would determine if I'm on Seattle necessarily, but I haven't made up my mind yet on whether I bet Seattle. I'm definitely not betting Minnesota here in this spot. It's a question of whether I get there with Seattle. I am waiting on the uh, goaltending confirmation here for them tonight for this game, but I do think we are going to end up seeing it be – uh, probably uh, Decord this time. I've just got that sense they're going to give him a start. Flurry is confirmed for the uh, Wild. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning Seattle here, minus 140. I definitely think it's a scheduling advantage for them. And uh, Minnesota off a big win last night. Now, they've been good in these road dog spots lately. I totally understand that, but it's a little bit different. It's a little bit trickier for them back-to-back now, going from Edmonton to Seattle. And this Kraken team, I think, is trying to get, get their game going. And it is a huge game, both of these teams right on the precipice of wild-card positioning here. Uh, in the Western Conference. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Minnesota, Seattle.
0: This is a classic draw season spot. Two teams desperately needing points uh, against one another. And, you know, like I said, two teams in good form. Seattle, you know, starting to play a little bit better. Minnesota with that great win last night. Want to try to carry that momentum over. It is Florida. That that was confirmed last night. Uh, But like I said, either way, I'm looking at the draw here. If it is group hour. I would lean more toward Minnesota. Maybe looking at Minnesota with some goals uh, in game, but I I just feel more comfortable with the draw plus three sixes. It's the last draw look I have on the board uh, with the, with the later games.
1: Yeah, that draw that draw does make sense a little bit. Minnesota played close games. Seattle actually they've had overtime or a shootout two of their last four games as well, uh, entering tonight. So this definitely could be you know, a draw candidate uh, for sure. As far as uh, props here in this one, uh, Wild and Kraken, um, I do want to point out here with the uh, Seattle side of things, he's starting to heat up now, uh, and this is uh, Jared McCann uh, for Seattle. All of a sudden, you look at him the last three games, he's exploded. Well, he's on a six-game point streak, but in the last two games especially, how about four goal, three games, I should say, four goals and seven points for Jared McCann in the last three games. This is a game where I would sprinkle on Jared McCann over one-and-a-half points and get a nice plus price on it. He is a streaky player. He often has been since he's been with Seattle. And right now he's got multi-point games and back-to-back, and you can get nice plus money on over one and a half points here with uh, Jared McCann uh, tonight for the uh, Seattle Kraken. Again, someone that's really starting to heat up at the right time of year. Speaking of heating up, things almost always heat up when it's the Battle of Alberta. We have the Edmonton Oilers taking on the Calgary Flames. Uh, we've got Calgary minus, or sorry, Edmonton minus minus one seventy home favorites in this game. Uh, the total six and a half shaded to the over money's already come in on Calgary. I am on a small Calgary and Calgary team total over in this game. This is still me not having a boatload of confidence at the moment in Skinner, who has been a little susceptible lately for this, uh, Calgary, for this Edmonton Oilers team and an Edmonton team that now lost two in a row. For the first time since they had that 16-game win streak snapped uh, against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, they've now dropped two in a row. It's back to back for them, albeit no travel because they played in Edmonton last night. They're still at Rogers Place tonight. But this is what Calgary does when they're a dog; they play up. When they're a big favorite, moderate favorite, big favorite, that's when you know that's when they hiccup and they lose a game they shouldn't. You know, that's become, you know, more and more of a pattern lately for the uh, Calgary Flames. And I think when you look at Calgary here, um, they've had a nice week. They beat two pretty good teams, Winnipeg and Boston, uh, back to back, following the debacles against Detroit and San Jose, head to head against uh, Edmonton. Edmonton's dominated them. That's the one fear I have. They've won uh, four straight meetings this year. uh, Edmonton's beat them twice, 5-2 in Edmonton back in October, 3-1 in Calgary. Uh, back in January. Um, so there's definitely been some success here for Edmonton. But if anything, that leaves Calgary just all that more amped up to finally you know, end this little losing skid and hand Edmonton a loss. I just don't love what I'm seeing from Edmonton at the moment. We've talked about how the defensive regression would hit them, and it has, big time. They're not getting the saves they once did. Their penalty kill, well, last night it was good. I think it was more Minnesota was lousy with their power play execution last night, but... Nevertheless, um, the penalty kill has been struggling lately as well for the Edmonton Oilers. Calgary is a team that with the, uh, man advantage, you know, it hasn't been great for them, but they did score one against Winnipeg uh, in that game, their penalty kill Calgary, still a little lackadaisical as well. And we know Edmonton's power play is always capable of it. So this does have that feel of goals early. Certainly I like over one and a half first period, both teams to score first period, um, And I'm going to go ahead with the over six and a half. The one concern for me is that I really love the way Markstrom's playing. And there's Markstrom's form has been out of this world for the better part of the last two, three weeks. And he's been the reason Calgary's had these wins for the most part. And he's been the reason they've had a chance to win every night. But the numbers for Markstrom have been outstanding. Uh, What has he got in his last six starts at 918 save percentage, 2.59 goals against uh, and the numbers have gotten better and better and better here since the month of February. He's played very well. Jacob Markstrom, by the way, uh, five and two uh, in his last seven starts as well for the uh, Calgary Flames. So I think there's value to the Calgary side here, plus one fifty. But I especially like their team total. And, you know that's really good. That way I can bet that. And if Edmonton gets their goals, you don't have to fret as much about the money line. If you've got more of the bet on the team total with Calgary, it's over two and a half, minus one forty. You know that's a pretty good price. Only asking them to get three goals, and I like the uh, over trifecta as well in this game. Alex, what do you think? Flames Oilers battle of Alberta.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I, I gave out the over trifecta on uh, SportsX Radio, and uh, somebody in the chat mentioned they, that they heard me on that. So that that's what I'm rolling with uh, the over trifecta. I'm gonna have half units or smaller you know units on that first period of full game overs. Try to add a little bit more live, but I do want to have something in pocket because we have seen not only high scoring uh, meetings with these two, but we've seen early goals with these two. So uh, over trifecta, but I'm playing the, the, the overs themselves a little bit small uh, and going just a kind of regular unit on the both teams to score the first period.
1: The one little thing that I will caution about Markstrom, even though he's been phenomenal is he hasn't always been great against Edmonton. In fact, He's had some, he's had no, well documented struggles uh, against the Oilers in the past. Um, but man, this this form that he's in right now is very strong. Uh, it's and you know, it actually believe it or not, I'm looking at the history numbers. They actually could be a lot worse than they are. It feels like they they it feels he's worse than a 2.99 career goals against average against Edmonton. Uh, But it feels like a lot of his worst starts were mostly playoff starts. that's what I remember, that Battle of Alberta a couple years ago. He really had a tough series against Edmonton. Actually, in the regular season, he hasn't been as bad uh, against Edmonton, Jacob Markstrom. And there's nothing bad about his form right now. There's no question. And like I say, since the early part of February, he's been great. I mean, there's a lot of different ways uh, you could go for props tonight. I'm still sticking with Warren Fogle, as long as he remains on the top line. He had a couple of really good chances last night. I know I used him as a bargain bin special of the night last night, uh, Warren Fogle, and he did not score for Edmonton, but it wasn't for lack of opportunity with McDavid and Hyman. He had chances. Uh, I would still go back to the well with Warren Fogle for Edmonton tonight. Nugent Hopkins as well was pretty uh, noticeable with Dreisaitl and Kane uh, maybe as well. And then for Calgary, I'm going to go back to Zary and Pospisil, flanking Nazem Kadri on the top line for the uh, Calgary Flames. Zary on the left wing side of that top line, and then anything as Pospisil, uh, Martin Pospisil scored, of course, a bargain bin. Not a bargain bin special, but we had it the other night against Boston. So, yeah, definitely liking uh, uh, Martin Pospisil again, as long as he remains on that top line for the uh, Calgary Flames. That that line's been great. you know. Credit to Ryan Huska for deciding, yeah, yeah we'll put this line together, see what they can do. Cadre, Pospisil, and Zeri, the last couple games, have been Calgary's best line. No question about that. So. I think they're live. Pospisil and Zeri, uh, the two, and even Kadri. Kadri's not getting the prices he, yeah. you know, he used to get as far as goal props. You'd have to pay a, pre, a little bit of a premium before for Kadri. He's upwards of plus, you know, 230 240. You know, that's pretty good for him, you know, yeah, considering the uh, uptick he's had lately as well uh, in his place. So that whole top line is probably player prop worthy uh, in my opinion in this game tonight. All right, next up we've got uh, Nashville taking on Uh, It looks like who is it here? I lost track. Uh, San Jose, Nashville, San Jose. We've got uh, Nashville uh, minus 220 uh, road favorites in this game and the total sitting at uh, six uh, pretty much across the board, shaded to the under uh, in this game. Uh, Nashville off the huge win against L.A. Nashville, all of a sudden, you know, we almost are ready to, you know, read the last rights for the Nashville Predators after that Dallas debacle. At home last week, and since then they've haven't lost, <laughs> so crazy how things can change uh, here in the NHL and they're still hanging around Andrew Burnett's team as far as the uh, wild card race is concerned. Uh, you see Nashville with the five two win at St. Louis, the five three win at Vegas, the four one win at Los Angeles the other night against the Kings um, so they've got things rolling right now at this point in time. Can they not slip up, not look past the sharks and get the job done? That's the question here. San Jose has been off since Monday. This has been a nice little respite here. Four days off since uh, uh, absolute shellacking they took against Vegas 4-0. And you know what makes that 4-0 loss look worse, Alex, for San Jose against Vegas? It's the way Vegas has played in every other game recently. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from that, that's what makes it look worse. I don't want anything to do with San Jose. The question is going to be, Can I? can I fully trust this? Nashville's got that Calgary in my mind where sometimes when they're you know, this kind of a favorite and expected to win, expected to dominate, they could shit the bed on occasion. I'm not saying they will tonight, but uh, I don't know if Nashville is one of those teams I'm willing to go to war with against a team they should beat. Uh, I might spring, you know what I will do? Probably I'll sprinkle on the team total. I'd rather have that in my pocket here with Nashville than the puck line or the money line. And we did see a Nash or I did cash a team total with Vegas against San Jose the Last time the Sharks played, so maybe an over three and a half at you know, minus 105 even money plus 100. Not a bad price at all for that Predators team total over three and a half. I might sprinkle on that. Other than that, not a whole lot for me here. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Predators, Sharks,
0: yeah, that's the only thing I was uh rolling with is that team total. I got uh, three and a half minus a dollar 16 at FanDuel. Nashville has dominated San Jose eight straight wins, 10 and one the last 11. And you look, there's been a lot of goals. So there's an eight-piece in there. There's a last meeting, 5-1 Predators win, uh, 6-2 last time they were in San Jose. So we've seen goals with Nashville against San Jose in recent form. So 3.5 is a decent number. That's the only thing I like here. Team total over with Preds. All
1: right, Nashville over 3.5, plus 100, minus 105 for Alex as well. They are in Anaheim tomorrow night, but that's not really much of a look ahead. You know, Anaheim's uh, not all that much better right now than... (laughs) Than uh, San, they're a little bit better than San Jose, but not by a lot. Uh, we'll see who's in net. Sors was excellent against the Kings, and it looks like tonight he is likely going to be in net against the uh, San Jose Sharks. Capo Kokkinen uh, is going to get the uh, starting nod here tonight for uh, San Jose. To be honest with you, uh, Kokkinen here, the last four starts, you know, he's actually not been that bad. Nine nineteen save percentage, even though he's lost, he's given his team a chance, but he's facing a shit ton of shots, and he's still giving up three four goals. So that's why I still think in this matchup here, Nashville is capable uh, of being able to get themselves to four goals uh, in this game. As far as props go, I'm going to throw it not just – I'm going to go back to speed uh, Cody Glass repair, Cody Glass replace. We're going to take him again. He's on that second line. He's getting – scored a couple games ago, uh, uh, ago for Nashville. But I'm going to throw out another player out there. He's on that same line. He scored against L.A. Uh, one of their four goals. He's got points in back-to-back games. Yakov Trennan. Yakov Trennan for the uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, I, I've, I'm noticing his shot count has gone up. Shot volume has gone up just a little bit. Uh, and the price for Trennan tonight is plus 450 uh, at Patano uh, to score a goal. Uh, that's a pretty good price there for him, considering what we're seeing from him lately. A little more offensive uh, uh, opportunities created. Uh, a little bit more punch coming from him on that second line. So uh, definitely uh, I'm interested there as well in a Yakov-Trennan uh, goal prop at a nice plus 450 tonight for the uh, Nashville Predators. All right, final game of this um, Saturday night slate. I believe this is called the freeway face-off. Yes, uh, the Anaheim Ducks taking on the uh, uh, L.A. Kings. You wish that Anaheim was good like L.A. You know is, or at least, well, they were good at the beginning of the year. Then they had that terrible slide and cost a coach's job. But under Jim or what are they now? Like 5-2, and two, still a pretty good record, although they did get beat by Nashville the other night. But Nashville just seems to have L.A.'s number uh, at, in L.A. Uh, the Kings will look to bounce back here. Minus 270 home favorites in this game. The total six uh, pretty much across the board. Uh, there's not a whole lot that I love in this game, but I think I might get there with the Kings in the first period puck line. That's probably the only way I would touch this game. I still don't really love you know laying up big, You know, I still I don't trust them puck line full game. You know what I mean? But I think in the first period after the loss to Nashville, you know they still have won five of the seven uh, that we have seen under Jim Hiller. And we know the previous time they lost under Jim Hiller, they did have a good response against New Jersey. They played a pretty good hockey game on the road. They dominated the Devils that night. It could have been worse than two to one. So. The only thing I'd really be interested in here is a little bit of a first-period puck line L.A. look here in this game. You can find that at minus a half, plus 125 uh, for the L.A. Kings here on the uh, first-period puck line. That that would be about it for me. Uh, it looks like for goaltenders here uh, in this matchup, keep in mind for uh, L.A., I don't think they've truly settled on one guy over another. Jim Hiller's been kind of leaning more toward Riddick since he's been there, and it looks like Riddick is projected tonight gibson projected for uh, anaheim so uh, that's what we're looking at here but uh, for me it would just be maybe a look at a first period puck line here for the uh, la kings and, I, and kevin fiala as well Is really starting to heat up a little bit for the los angeles kings as far as props go uh, in this game although for anaheim you know i'll throw out um, mason mctavish this is someone that uh, he can get really streaky like seriously red hot type of streaky and he's got two goals and three assists and five points in the last two games for Anaheim so he'd be someone I'd be focusing on the most for Anaheim if I'm looking at player props from them from their side in this game Alex what do you think here Anaheim LA
0: this is a pass for me it's a big card I got a lot of plays already and there's nothing that stands out in this so I'm passing from the last game
1: Yeah, you just wish Anaheim was better than they are right now because Anaheim L.A. back in, you know, there was a time that uh, both teams were good at the same time, and uh, that's a great rivalry when both teams are playing well at the same time, but haven't necessarily seen that in a while for the uh, Ducks and the uh, Kings. All right, great stuff. Hell of a job breaking down this Saturday card. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Hit the like button. Uh, No, Zach Urban is uh, still with us. It's just the last two Saturdays. Schedule-wise, it hasn't been great for him he would have been with us last week but he forgot his laptop at home this week he's filling in at work for somebody he'll be back next saturday we've got our nice rotation going brett's on with us on mondays we've got matt with us tuesdays and thursdays so got a nice rotation going uh to join us help us out on the ice guys show alex and i uh you guys can help us out many of you have helped us out but many more of you can still help us out by signing up at patreon.com slash guys. just $10 per month. Again, our sides, totals, and player props are posted every day. We've got the afternoon games already posted on the page. We'll add the night card for both me and Alex later. Uh, patreon.com slash guys to get our sides, totals, player props, goalie charts, totals, charts, bonus video content exclusive live betcasts. And I think we'll have one or two Patreon exclusive live betcasts coming up in March. So make sure you don't miss those. And again, your $10 per month subscription to Patreon uh, goes a long way to keep this show going in the long term. So make sure you sign up patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 per month. And again, we've got another live betcast on the way Tuesday night, February 27th, just three days away. And this is a free for all public betcast. Uh, For everybody uh, invited to this one, 7 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday night. Great card coming up on Tuesday night. A lot of really good games. We're excited about this BetCast, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, DM or email me or Alex for a spot on the BetCast Tuesday night, and we will send you the link for the BetCast before it begins. So we're looking forward to it. Ice Guys Live BetCast, Tuesday night, February 27th, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Dallas, Colorado is the main event that night for sure. That's a heck of a hockey game. And there's a bunch of others that are really good. So join us Tuesday night for that. And last but not least, the Ice Guys store. Get your gear. Get your merch. There's great caps now available at the store as well. Check it all out. IceGuys.MySpreadShop.com.
0: Yeah, you also get 20% off for the next six days as well at the Ice Guys store. Everything back in stock right now, all ready to roll. Uh, ready for you and if you just go to iceguys.myspreadshop.com click on that redeem button at the top of the page you can get 20 percent off of anything you get in your order so uh it's for the next six days only that is at iceguys.myspreadshop.com
1: oh my goodness uh, joe free you're one of our yeah i should hire you as a marketer my friend yeah you're on there every day just when we cash a big best best bet or a big bargain bin and he's on there joe free just singing our praises i've seen it on twitter like crazy and yet here he is saying i i'm i haven't signed up yet for patreon oh my goodness i just assumed you were on there already joe free Well, get get going yeah, yeah absolutely sign up be part of it join us on those exclusive betcasts get the card every day uh, there you go. Absolutely. Get in there. Absolutely. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys. And Rod Sawacki, someone I've done some shows with in the past over on Pub Sports Radio and other places. Uh, Good to see him. Good luck to you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Good stuff indeed. All right. We got the bargain bin special of the night. We have Best Bet as well coming right up right after we hear from our great daily sponsors of the Ice Guys show, Boston Hemp. All right, Boston Hemp Inc., make sure you check them out and make sure uh, you order some other great quality products, and you can do so and get 20% off your order by using the promo code ICEGUYS over at BostonHempInc.com. All right, uh, by the way, before we get to Bargain Bin Special the Night, courtesy of the great charts of Chris Otto, we've mentioned a lot of first-period overs that we like on this card, but don't sleep on those second-period overs. Don't yeah. forget, Dallas, 15 straight to the second-period over going into tonight's game against Carolina. So if we get the low scoring start, which I think we might, you know, jump on that second period over, especially with them, we're talking 15 straight. And look, if the one and a half a half's too juiced for you, do what I do. You can do an over one and a half and over two half unit split on each or just go over two uh, instead. Uh, or, you know, and also make sure you take a piece of both teams to score with some of those uh, as well, which you can also do, or you can wait to see if you get a cheaper one and a half uh, as the period goes on. But we got Dallas 15 straight second period overs, uh, which are of course one and a half Ottawa and Vancouver, both 10 and one to the second period over. Uh, in their last eleven games, so keep an eye on that. Islanders twelve and two to the second period over in their last fourteen. Toronto sixteen and three to the second period over their last nineteen. Tampa Bay eighteen and four to the second period over their last twenty-two. So there's some big second period over trenders uh, in action today here on this uh, Saturday card. Uh, don't sleep on them. All right, bargain bin special of the night for this Saturday card. Uh, Alex is in encore territory right now, trying to find. <laughs> something to match what he got last night which won't be easy when you're talking plus 1414 to 1 on Matt Boldy to score the first goal for the Minnesota Wild but he's gonna try for an encore, Alex. What have you got?
0: Yeah, I wish I had something that was in that same price range, but uh unfortunately I do not. But I think this is a, a really good spot and it's a great price. It's certainly within the bargain bit parameters. Give me Max Domi of Toronto plus 550 to score a goal. And you mentioned you know he's been playing well, getting things kind of rolling. And you know, I watched a lot of that game with Toronto and Arizona the other night. He's just buzzing around, always a net front presence, which is something that the Leafs need uh to continue their their ways of scoring and, and winning. So uh, give me Max Domi, anytime goal, plus 5 dollars That's over at uh, MGM and FanDuel. You find that price. That's my bargain bin special for Saturday.
1: All right, great stuff. Uh, bargain bin special. We're going for number two in a row here for Alex with the bargain bin special. Even Betty Crocker burns the odd cake, and I'm talking about me with player props. Didn't bet Zachary Bull Duke for St. Louis. And I had my eye on him. Second line. I talked about him, I think, the other day, making his debut. Didn't score the other game. Just scored the first goal of the game for St. Louis moments ago. 4-1 now. Uh, They trail the uh, Detroit Red Wings in the uh, second period. But, hey, it's going to be opportunity again. That guy's a good player. And he's going to have more value moving forward for sure for uh, St. Louis. All right. My bargain been special tonight. I basically gave it away earlier. I mentioned it. Michael Amadio for the Vegas Golden Knights he has stepped up goals in three straight games and any time I see someone that scored in three straight games going for a fourth straight game with a goal and you can get them at plus 350 to score a goal I'm going to be on it and not to mention now that he's got goals in three straight when you're a, a forward of any kind you want to keep that streak going you want to get this keep this goal scoring streak going as long as possible so uh, Michael Amadio even in Vegas' recent struggles, he has been someone that has stepped up for them. Uh, plus 350, Michael Amadio, Vegas Golden Knights, for my bargain bin special uh, of the night for this Saturday card. All right, best bets to wrap things up for the show. Alex, what do you like for best bet? I'm
0: yeah, going we'll go to that Boston-Vancouver game. That's going to be a fun one to watch, and I expect some goals early. We got Boston 8-2 to the first period over and the series history, 14-3 to the first period over in the last 17. So give me the, the Bruins and Canucks. First period over 1.5 minus $1.25. That is my Saturday best bet.
1: All right, Boston-Vancouver, first period over Alex B. Smith's best bet. Mine is going to be, look, it's been good to me, this Toronto team. Their offense flying. Uh, we had over 6.5, best bet Toronto-Arizona. We had Toronto-Vegas first period over, best bet. We're doing Toronto-Colorado over 6.5 tonight for my best bet. Should be a great game. Leafs-Aves over 6.5, minus 125, minus 130 uh, for my best bet here for this Saturday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone uh, in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button. Uh, On the way out, we appreciate it very much. A reminder the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will be back tomorrow on Sunday, noon Eastern, for another edition of the Ice Guys.